You know, it was supposed to be. <laughs> Y'all are live. Yeah, we are. Yeah. You know, can we not enjoy ourselves for a second? D's, I was trying to retweet the thing. I just finished. What did you think we were doing? Just talking? I love that you all have an episode of you in this portion of you, you telling me to not fuck around in the beginning of the episode <laughs> and an episode of you telling me to let you fuck around in the beginning it's of the episode. It's my show. No, I know. I, I know. I'm just saying I, it's, it's really funny. <laughs> I know. I know what I'm doing. You just be going. You just be going. You be going like the Energizer Bunny. Okay. You be going, going, going. And then I'll be done. Uh-huh. Shut up. Some lip. <laughs> hey, you giving me lip. Or do you want to do the intro? Name here. Y'all know where you nobody knew is watching except for that Nigerian guy that one time. What's up? <laughs> um, welcome to Insert Name Here though. Brought to you full technicolor and living sound. Can't distract me, that's a problem. It was the dulcet tones of the great Alejandra Tejera. Can't distract me, that's the problem. I just wanted to reiterate it. Um and the lovely, bassy, beautiful black king with the natural hair got the yeah, beard no. i really you like your i really like your shirt today i Thank forgot you. to tell you earlier i, Primark, with it. $13. I oh, want one picked it out for me it was very nice i want one <laughs> bitch you all you do this every week ma'am because my thing doesn't work okay <laughs> <laughs> my uh my buttons here on my keyboard no longer work why don't you turn it down with the mouse because I never think about it. Why don't you put the thing on your thing? Because I don't think about it until okay, it's so too late. Okay, so put the thing on the thing. Put that on okay, the thing. It's, it's gone. No, put this. Oh, see, it's right there now. So anytime you want to turn down the volume or turn it off, you just click that. Okay? Mike said you have your slave owner voice going tonight. My slave owner voice. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, if that's a slave owner, but I've never heard a slave owner. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> like, jeez. I was only a few years off, really. Like, <laughs> Dead. Sick. It's bad. Uh, but anyway. Hi, Mike. Alright, let's get into the shits. Do we want to start with the shit shits? Uh, let's talk about the... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, let's talk about Southie, actually. Okay. Yeah, um, so, yeah, we do start with the deadness. Yeah, they found a dead body in, in Selfie, and that's that's weird. It was like in a stairwell. Very creepy. They don't know what they're investigating. They how? don't know what's happened to it, whatever. How'd they find it? Somebody came up. I mean, if it was in a stairwell, somebody probably walked up the stairs. No, no, not like how not like how did they come upon the body? I mean, <laughs> I mean like, what was the body like when they found oh, it? Oh, <laughs> oh, oh. I'm sorry. Oh my. <laughs> they walked up the stairs, eh? Yeah, that's how they found it. What do you mean, how did they find it? They, they found it, <laughs> No, it legit says the body was found in a stairwell. Oh, no determination has been made of oh, criminal okay. activity. It's probably the serial killer back at it again. Oh, yeah, yeah, there was that. Was it a man? They didn't even say was it a man or a woman. Maybe it was in a video, but we... There was just a conversation on Twitter about how videos are whack. Stop 
You're writing a damn article. You're a journalist writing article. That's what you went for co- to college for, you bitch. Don't make oh, a damn video. Just, You're not BuzzFeed. Just transcribe the video. And not even BuzzFeed also make, writes articles. BuzzFeed News writes actual articles. So. Not like BuzzFeed.com. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, RIP to them. Yeah, whoever they were, since they didn't release any name or say anything about <laughs> anything uh, from what from what I read. Um, but, so, and different news. Also, like, just to reiterate, it's almost, it's like summer's coming upon us, and we all know that that's, a, like, the most violent season mm-hmm. in our city. Um, and we, we're not really talking about, like, real solutions to that mm-hmm. we know over policing doesn't work um you know so yeah let's keep that on our minds like they found a body in selfie but like every day bodies drop in mm-hmm. in our neighborhoods need him to walk in our area <laughs> need us everywhere that might be the title <laughs> it's a song because all the birdies <laughs> I don't know what the other line is. It's a song by Junior um, Biggie. Junior yeah. Biggie. Is that still his name? I don't know. Anyway, what's his name though? This is a song. That's really... Anywho, okay. So Mayor Race Pose. So Anasi. Did you mean to spell Anasi? Her name is Anissa, ma'am. I was I was looking at it the whole time trying to figure out if that was a joke. But her name is Anissa. I don't know how to so spell it. So in this in this poll, um Anissa came out on top. With when pe- they ask people like who are you leaning towards or whatever, who this was you um potentially vote for. Was this who the Bay State banner and? Um no, it was it uh, was the Bay State banner reported it, but it was two was like it? two groups that did it. Let me pull that up real quick. Give me one second. Was this on the Bay State? Yeah, it was on their thing or whatever. Oh, they, no, they were, you have your little article. Nope. Okay. Me sending too much shit to Malaysia. Why didn't you put it on the document? It was. I thought I did. That's the worst part. Um, well, somebody was okay. Like, the poll is conducted by parapolitical consultant firms, Poll Progressive, an emancipated group. Cool, awesome. So they 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 ask likely voters on mayoral preferences, and so Anansi came out on top mm-hmm. with twenty two percent. Um, then Wu with eighteen percent. Um, and then Kim with sixteen, I believe. Me as if I didn't write it down. Yes. <laughs> um, and then 36% of people this is the important part Yes, the 36% part. of people are undecided facts so there's still a lot of race to race my nigs you should uh, you should do that and don't make mistakes like Kim Janey just made today that's a foolish <laughs> mistake but oh I it, where is the funny part um oh, oh never mind uh, I thought they mentioned about how um, oh here we go uh, <laughs> uh, state rep uh, John Santiago and sadly Andrea Campbell both got 6% of the pollers votes mm-hmm. and then our favorite John Barros got yeah. 5 actually I read this wrong Andrea got 6 and state uh, state rep John and um, John Barros got 5% That's, they both got they deserve that they deserve I'm glad John she's Barros. at least a little bit ahead Fact, John Barros and uh, San- John Santiago both deserve no percent <laughs> this is hilarious and yeah a lot of people still undecided a lot of people still don't know who they're gonna vote for what they're gonna vote for um it's interesting oh this is an interesting thing uh the high not interesting if you really know but um this says while the highest portion of white voters in the survey 27 percent support anissa Wu comes in second with 23 percent of the white voters 
And then it says, amongst black voters... This is actually interesting. Yes, that's, that was the interesting part. I had to read the first part to give it more context. Right. Um, among among black voters, Janie leads with 34, 34% of their support, but 35% of black voters remain undecided in the race. That's a lot of people to um, not want to vote for the first black mayor of Boston. <laughs> Facts. Um, undecided. Or not be sure, rather. Yes. To just be like, mm, I'm going to weigh my options out, me. She also but, was like the city, the city council president, right. the city council. But like, I mean, like not district. specifically want to vote for her. It's Facts. kind of. Mm-hmm. Kind and of she's crazy. a very, her, her family's very established in the city. Facts. Um, My dad but, lives next to it, Janie. But, He's friends with him. <laughs> you, sounded, you know when um, those TikToks where they, the, the kindergarten teachers be like, watch what you tell your kids. That's what a kid would say in like middle school. Or no, in elementary, kindergarten, he would be like, oh, I <laughs> went just to school. He, in kindergarten, he'd be like, you know, my daddy lives next to a Janie, so that means I know her. Shut up, kid. Don't tell somebody business outside the house. Kids just be saying stuff. Yeah, kids kids are really, like, they'll tell, like, it's the, it's the deep information. Like, yeah, you know, last night I heard <laughs> my dad climbing in through the window and he said, "Don't say anything to my mom." <laughs> yeah, and and he and he smelled, and he didn't smell like um, fi- fires like he usually does because he's a firefighter. He smelled like flowers. So what? <laughs> why? Why is that part of the story too? <laughs> like flowers. Right. Um, now back to the back to the polls. So, a near majority. Let's hear it. <clears throat> a near majority of voters polled, 49%, mm-hmm. 49% said they would support reducing mm-hmm. the Boston Police, the, the, the Boston Police Department's budget. <laughs> the Boston De- Police Department. That, you're from New York. Yes, he, he, Yes. I told you this the other day. You do a New York accent for a Boston accent. And you do an Italian accent instead of an uh, an Irish developed American accent. And diverting the funds to reduce to violence prevention programs. While 30, 36% of voters were opposed to the idea and 15% were unsure. So that's a lot of unsure people. We can convince them at least that they should defund the police. Period. If not further than that. 40, that's quite impressive, though. For, for, for 49, for, I mean, they it's, did it's, watch that. The, the, the BPD is the mafia. Like, you, it's kind of <laughs> hard to, like, even for white people, it's kind of hard to, like, ignore the stuff that the BPD does sometimes. That's true. Nice. Yes, Sometimes it is. It yeah, it she is. got a new chair. It's very comfortable. feeling nice. It's very okay. comfortable. It's my back support. Got lumbar support. And then another question that they asked, asked whether they would support a reduction of MBTA fares. 36% of voters agreed, while 20% said they were in favor of abolishing fares for the T. Both I agree with. Both great ideas. The second idea I love the most. Um, and then 35 I don't, I hate, okay, guys, pet peeve. My brain's Yeah, broken. why did they? They wrote, um, they wrote the numbers as numbers, numbers and then they wrote out like the spell they spelled, spelled out, out the number for the last one my brain can't process those things and then 35 percent of voters said they favored no changes to the mbta affairs um um that's kind of crazy i mean no changes yeah but if they if you have no changes they're just gonna keep raising the <laughs> <laughs> like I mean, uh, if you want to pay more just go ahead no changes um, means there'll slim, be changes. You just a slim it. majority of voters. That's kind of a... That's not that slim of a majority of voters polled. 55% were 
uh, opposed calls to lower the voting age to 16. Um, which, you know, I just feel like if we want people to be interested in politics, we might as well let them be interested when they're interested. And a lot of young people are interested. Especially um, in Boston. Like, those, those, those young people who organize around, like, st- like, like, for the young people who organize around Ed Markey, mm-hmm. all, like, a bunch Marcus. of the people I worked with at Teen Empowerment, all the youth organizers I just knew from mm-hmm. all this other stuff. Like, all those people, not all of them, but a lot of those <laughs> people, um, are interested in, you know, voting, being able to affect, especially like local politics. That's a, you know, most the place where you can see your impact of voting the most. Um, someone wants stop by to tell to tell us to never stop believing in ourselves. Yes, thank you, thank you, Nemo, Nemo Fawn, Fawn, thanks. Very nice. Um, so, so it was a very interesting poll. Oh, did you already read that part about African Americans? No, I don't, um, first of all, every time I say African Americans. I think of that TikTok where it's like African Americans and Mark. <laughs> I don't like the term African American. It's a, when they say it about like like it's just a, they when, when when people type it out like our dude says it's very uncomfortable. It's weird. <laughs> just call us black. Like yeah. the bla- black is the more politically charged term. That's what I like to yeah, say. It. Black Americans. Um, the opposition runs across all demographics except black people who support because they don't say white Americans. They say white people. Mm-hmm. Can we not be black people? No, it's period. Um, but that was an interesting part. So, but the opposition runs across all demographics except African Americans who supported it forty seven percent to thirty seven percent. That's uh, the op- that's um, the opposition to... to lowering the voting age. Yes. So, um, okay, thirty seven percent agreed, wanted it lowered, and forty seven percent was like, nah, I don't like that. I think that's what that's what that means, yeah. I don't like 30, 47 to thirty seven. Wait, say that again. The opposition runs across all demographics except African Americans who supported forty seven to thirty seven. Who support? Okay, so they supported yes, forty seven. I thought I couldn't read once you once you sorry. said it that way. I yeah, could thought sorry. I thought the opposition yes 37%. yes uh, yes. Okay, got it. Yes. Okay. So, that's great. So that's the thing. Um, I did find it interesting, like. So the reason they picked out these issues is that those are some of the biggest issues for voters at the moment. Or So I, th- I think I even filled out one of these surveys because also they text me and they're like, are you Maria? And no, but I still fill them out. Um, <laughs> I say I'm Alejandra, ask me. I'm not lying. Um, but I filled them out and they, they did ask about like what were the like major concerns. So I just get wax things. I don't, I don't text me good stuff. I should should I should send the links. I don't know why I don't forget. I forget. But anywho, so they send these links and they kind of ask you what you think are kind of the major issues within the city. And for me personally, I think I even filled it. I remember where I was. I was getting bubble tea. Um, I filled it out then. I put um, gun violence or just like shootings in general or something like that. Um, Kawada? He's stripping on me. <laughs> I put uh, the opioid crisis and I can't remember the third thing but it's interesting to see the things that were like obviously the most common topics that people wanted to be addressed within the city which obviously like the MBTA very important the police very important <laughs> not according to Dana DePlatt no <laughs> nobody cares about the MBTA remember nobody nobody takes it nobody rides it <laughs> the MBTA is fake fake news oh what was I going to say? I, I distracted myself. Today I'm very distracted. My brain. Whew. 
Anywho, um, so that was an interesting kind of survey of Fun what's happening. Also, an interesting thing to point out is that, um, what's her name? Anazia? Anazia the Spider? Uh, Anansi? Anansi the Spider, um, in one poll that was just in April, was, like, polling at, like, 14, 15% around the same area that Kim yeah. Janie was, and now is at 22%. But that is, if you don't know, she polls to all the people Marty Walsh polls, like, appeals to all those white conservatives that live in Dorchester, South East, West Rock, so that's like, why you that is should vote. And uh, for, they, they for pop out. They, they gonna try and make sure that there is not a progressive mayor in the city of Boston. They gonna try their dang hardest. My budget is strong today. That is very nice. Boodoo-licious. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no, I mean, that. that's why I think what Kim Janey did today, uh, which we'll jump into right mm-hmm. now, um... Is very. I think it's a bad idea, and I think they did it because um, because of Anansi pulling high, or them thinking about her. Facts. Yes. Um, no. It's you know what it reminds me of is Anansi a few weeks ago was like um, we have to reopen the city, blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. We have to change the timeline, blah blah blah. Literally, for the small they were, businesses because they were going after her, Kim Janey, for not opening. But anyway, so. City Hall is not is not making any childcare accommodations for returning employees, and they want them to return like super soon. Like they Facts. want them to return. It varies, like now. but it's like, like basically within the next. So where is it? Within so some managers must report for duty in two weeks, three weeks, or four weeks, depending on their role. And that's yeah, and insane. all employees are due back in uh, full time in six, six weeks. Yes. Um, which I mean. The thing about it is that childcare was already an issue before Kofefe. So the fact that, like, you know, they're, like, the Janie administration decided that this was a good time to do this is a very, it's not a good time to do this, ma'am. But, um, the, but the other thing is that it just looks really bad because we know that this economic downturn impacted women, mothers the most. Mm-hmm. And the fact that, like all these, a lot of women are were worried, you know, are worried that they're gonna have to quit their, their jobs, jobs yeah. to, you know, for because of childcare. Like childcare, we talked about it last week. I think how it it can cost more than like college tuition. Like, you know, they're giving out more vouchers now, but not enough, not for everybody who needs it. Like, if you're making, if they think you're making too much, like if you're making fifty thousand dollars a year, you can't afford twenty five thousand dollars a year for <laughs> early childhood, especially if you have two kids. Then it's thirty thirty six, whatever. How much? It's torture, and you it's know? just um in this article that we can link if we won't. Um, it'll be easier to link it here that way. Yeah. Um, I'm opening my thing. What's gonna call it? Uh, it talks about how, and this is something Malaysia just mentioned, but across the country, a large amount of women have been leaving the workforce in general because of the closures of schools and daycares and childcare centers and things like that. So, and this is like already an issue. Like when women leave the workforce, it's hard for women to get back into the workforce. Yeah. Um, for you know just various reasons, you, once you leave your job, it's hard for you to get it again. So, especially because we don't have, like, job protections like other countries. Especially <laughs> <laughs> since America is trash. <clears throat> America is garbo. <laughs> Where other women can leave for some time period and come back to their job. Before. Have but proper maternity leave and shit. But whatever, it's fine. So that's a, a very big issue because, the like, this city has very, like, for a long time said that they were trying to work on making sure that families are supported, especially, like, mothers are supported as they, like 
head back into the workforce and they want to make sure that they have care and whatever. We have like a whole women's economic blah, blah, blah thing in the city of Boston. But where does it play out here when you're ignoring that? Ask John Barrows. Ask John Barrows how it plays. How what it play what it does that what it does he has he that's all the only shit he talking he can talk about fucking weirdo it just it makes it also like makes me sick because like there was a plan in place already this is a change to the plan a lot of people knew that they were gonna have to come back within the next couple weeks but they didn't know like they said it was gonna be some of them are coming back within the next two Two weeks weeks. that's some of them coming back within the next three weeks also it's kind of stupid because july 4th is right around the corner right and that's already like a time period where people are kids are getting out of school july 4th is around the corner yeah, it's like super. It's a super bad time to do this, and I understand that. Like, like, like we said, you know, Nissa was, you know, like, eh, we need it open, and and, Kim, and a lot of people were saying that, and Kim Janey was getting a lot of like flack for being too cautious. Why are you being so? So many people are vaccinated. They don't give a fuck that all the black people aren't vaccinated. We was getting the fucking shit the most, but anyway, it's whatever. But like. It's just like they want to force people back to work so bad, and you know what? I don't think it's gonna. I don't think it's gonna be like that. To be honest, I think, I think like I some like we'll have a we 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 worked from home for a year, right? Like some people need to come back, but some people don't need to come back, like or don't need to come back every mm-hmm. day, or don't need to come back all day. Like we we know it can be different. We know that we can. Uh, we know that we can be you know functional. We can be. Uh, you know, productive or whatever, like, so... And also, a lot of the functions of the things in City Hall can be done at home. I'm like, if you... Unless they literally see people... Right, I'm like, unless they literally see people for some reason, and most of those things should be done online anyway, why do I even have to go down to City Hall for a lot of things? Like... I would also be afraid of, like, strains that aren't... That are stronger than like the vaccination and like people get like opening up and getting together and it just like they don't getting, care that part they don't care about. Nobody is worried. Nobody is worried about. Nobody is worried about. It could like potentially get so much worse. It's so annoying because it's like nobody is worried about COVID. They're like, acting like the vaccine means you're perfectly like safe forever. And my thing is like yeah sure but we sports. actually yeah my thing is the, vaccine, the CDC can, like, I don't know if we talked about this but the CDC stopped tracking um they stopped tracking. Case, like small cases or 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 from people who are vac- vaccinated yes, yes. like we didn't talk i don't think we fully talked about it if we talked about it we didn't talk about it in depth but yes like if you're vaccinated and like you're asymptomatic and stuff like that but like you asymptomatic means you have the coronavirus within you yeah they stop tracking the asymptomatic like, transmission where they're, but they're like okay so you have the um, vaccine so that means that you're less likely to pass it on so we're not going to track it because this doesn't statistically matter to our other like whatever but it matters like but it's the, important to know like yeah, but a lot like some scientists are like um but the problem is we don't know how long the vaccine lasts we don't <laughs> actually know like we don't actually know everything about the confefe so mm-hmm. like we don't even know fully how the whole vaccine itself will like fully work with and then and then they just don't give a fuck about immunocompromised people at all. Like they don't care about people with autoimmune diseases or or any sort of shit that make you you know more receptible to diseases to, to anything to illness. Yeah. So 
We all gonna die, guys. They don't care. That's fine. And it's just so that you can get your permit, like your your permit to do something. Oh, sorry, I had to move that up. It was bothering me. There was some space. Um, just so that you can go to city hall and get your birth certificate, which I feel like as somebody that's had to get their birth certificate before, personally feel like it was kind of stupid to have me go into city hall. I feel like. I could have just, I feel like I could have submitted everything online. So, bruh, it would even be easier for them if I submitted it online. Everything I'm online, telling you. like, you'll have the copy <laughs> online. Do you need to, a physical copy of my... If you need a physical copy, you know what you do Print when you up. get it online? Print it. Because <laughs> then you know what you do with it? File it immediately. Or at your leisure because you could print it when you need to print. You know what I never understood and I still don't quite understand? I understand the purpose of having a city hall and, like... For small towns where everything is centered so that you can go to one place for everything. Um, our city's kind of too big. Like, getting into the, like, getting to downtown Boston to go to City Hall is, like, actually an event. If you don't, like, work around there. We, like, we have computers. We're, all our data is in the fucking computer already. Please just. So, just let us get shit easier. Like, that's a problem with, this is a problem with, like, capitalism because it makes bureaucracy. And we don't need bureaucracy. We don't need these layers to get stupid documents that exist. And I mean, and, yeah. We mm-hmm. don't need that. Like, I understand you too want to much, get it's too much, it's too much, too much. But I could just process it easier. Too much, too much. Instead of having to gauge, oh, what's the traffic like? Is the clerk going to be busy? Is it going to be closed? Can I go during lunchtime? Will they be eating lunch? You know how much work that is? We could just save ourselves, everybody, the time. The clerk can be on their computer going, oh, process new order. There we go. But whatever. It's fine. Yeah. Well, uh, happy Pride Month, y'all. Yay! Happy um, month so that you can be happy to be gay. Happy, Happy month so that freaking... Freaking companies can pander to you with things that are not cool <laughs> and that you don't like. My yes. favorite, my favorite pride meme is the Eric Andre one, where it's like capitalism. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like uh, the Democrats, mm-hmm. and then it he shoots Hannibal Buress, and then it's, yeah, I fucking love that meme. It's really good. Um. Oh, and also local news about um kind of Kim Janey and Dennis White, who was who is technically the commissioner, but like not really. Um, about to get fired so he was having he was like a two-hour call this today um where he wanted to present his side and like after after day after david there we go from um his family member after david (laughs) from his family members basically saying oh yes no i don't beat women i don't do bad his family members um are were you dating him (laughs) he don't be nobody i know he never be me um were you his sexual partner no, maybe sometimes. <laughs> right, like, <laughs> kind of. just, you know, like, come on. And uh. so um, that was today, and it's likely that th- by the end of the week, hopefully, um, Dennis will be fired and we'll have um, homegirl Nora appointed as the commissioner. Yeah, Mary um, Bastion. Hopefully that will be the thing. Uh, but also, um, this was published today. His ex-wife spoke out, basically was like, Stop calling me a liar. He abused me. So, and wasn't she a cop, or was that somebody else? It might have been somebody else. There was some other story about somebody who was a cop that was abused, but I, yeah. Yeah. So, um, and she's it, it's a good article. I'll send it to Melissa. No, I have it right here. Oh, oh, you don't got it. I just found it right now. Put it. Put it. You forgot. You didn't put it. How dare you? 
I just found it. Anywho, um, so that's a thing. Hopefully he'll be fired by the end of the week. Um, <laughs> that's such a funny thing to say. <laughs> Hopefully he'll be fired by the end of the week, you know. And then we'll be, we'll be done. It's just, it's been such a long, like, cycle of this back and forth. First it was... <laughs> Never forget that group of black men that got together and they were like, like why they, why they slandering our black kids? judge it. We, that shot you of can't do it probably. like this. Me like, you, 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 you for cops now? Yo, they, they like, bro, literally, I love mother? it. Okay. I love cops. Okay, if they're right. black and they beat their black, uh, was me, she black? Me, I don't know. Me, I think so. I think so too. But me personally, if there's a report about a black police officer um and they were beating their spouse but like um allegedly i personally would probably not get up on stage and be like hey guys yeah, we yeah. should give him a due I, process I, i'm gonna let you finish but he deserves <laughs> he deserves the due process of the law me my thing is the, the the statistic about police officers we know admit the admitted ones is like mat, most mat. we know they beat people so they're, they beat regular they beat us on the street you think they're not gonna beat their spouse in the house? In closed door, behind closed doors, and and like I said, there's a the house. <laughs> like I said, there's another. <laughs> We're terrible. No, tonight. Eric said wrong side of Pound Town. Wow. No, no. We're terrible tonight. We are terrible tonight. This is after dark. Um. Anyway, it sounded like your mom when you said that. Terrible. Terrible. I I, I am my mom. I went to. I saw my great aunt last night, and she was like, "Oh, hi, Linda." Like, oh, Malaysia. Do you want to hear what what Eric's uh, name for uh, Freeform's edgier episode would be? Naked. Did, was that sent in the chat? Because I still get the fucking notifications and I can still read the messages technically. I just can't see none of the fun pictures and memes and shit. Can't enjoy myself or respond. Did I do something bad? It wasn't in the no. chat. Did I do that? Anyway. Um, well, I, I just want y'all to know that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so, yeah. Happy Pride. Mm-hmm. <laughs> On to national news. Hannah, Nicole Hannah-Jones was... <laughs> It's, it's Hannah her last name. I'm sorry, my my the words were jumping. I copy and pasted her name. That's her no, name. No, no, no. Yeah, no. My my words were the words were jumping. <laughs> Nicole Hannah Jones, the uh, one of the t- main contributors for um the 1619 project published by the New York Times, I think. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, she was denied tenure at um was it Chapel? Hill? Yeah, Chapel Hill, UNC, whatever. UNC Chapel Hill. Um. Because um, some, yeah, because the whites are mad because there was uh, because it's a public university and their shitty system makes their like there's an oversight bitch ass oversight board that's that's appointed by the state. Yes, the 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 state appoints them in their general assembly. So um, it's it's I think a lot of states that have state schools have similar concepts. I know, and and everybody sucks for that. Yes. So, um, <laughs> because, no, because schools are supposed to be, I, I think schools are supposed to be independent. They should be government funded, but they should be independent in terms of like ideas and especially college of all things. Because my thing about it is that like, I don't, what is her specific, was it history? What was it? Journalism. She's, Journalism? T- she's teaching, I believe in the mass, uh, their master's Oh, um, I could read. Yeah. Not outside, I scratched my eye. Not reading the damn thing that said <laughs> journalism. Uh, but 
where like, she went to school actually just in case you didn't that's, know that that's and that's probably one of the most you know like one of their more famous people mm-hmm. I mean obviously there's a bunch of famous literally people literally I would say they're probably the most famous person now but like um that was a huge thing and they one dude really didn't like what she said about she's like he thought she minimized white people's impact on the civil rights movement like she was like but there were freedom riders and there were all these there were white people against, that fought there were all these priests against um freaking you know racism and blah 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 blah, blah. I'm like but actually but is she minimizing it though or was it very minimal I found <laughs> I'm pretty sure found it was it. quite minimal I didn't you know I obviously that was only two years ago so I remember all the outrage about the project but I read it and I said what's in this project that is so outrageous it's wild because this is what I learned in school where's the rewriting of they were acting like she was rewriting history but I was like this is the history you guys wanted to hide this is the history you guys and, acted like didn't exist. And that's the part that's fun to me because if anybody who's been to college even for like a, a short time knows that their profess like right wing professors and conservative professors be saying straight crazy Yo. nut shit. And you're sitting here like, what is this motherfucker talking about? Like what what is going on? And they're allowed to do that. Nobody because I, and I think they should be allowed to do that as long as they can teach their subject. Like, as long as they're not punishing people for other opinions, yes. I think they should be allowed to spout their bullshit because that's how you look at, you look at those motherfuckers and they all, like, they all, they all got, they're scary looking, so. I nice. think that's how you learn to not agree with them. This story is <laughs> just really wild. Also, I think, um, can you, not yet. I think the, um, the school is named after this dude that said this. Yeah, the dude that said, yeah, the school is it's named the, after the him. Husband? It was recent, it was recently um, named, named after, after that, him yeah. because he donated oh, yeah, like 25 million oh, wow. dollars. <laughs> um, so the school, the journalism school got his stupid name on it. But, uh, the person who is more, um, known from the fucking journalism <laughs> school is, is Nicole Hannah uh, Jones? Jones. Yes. It's just of the sixteen nineteen um, project. It was it, it was interesting to me because I didn't know how in depth it was. Like the way the articles were presented when we found out she was denied tenure was that what well, was presented more of like she was just denied tenure and it wasn't really in depth of like what was actually going on. They told us the board of trustees did it, but we didn't have a full grasp of like, like how the full picture. Yes, yeah. of how like the board of trustees worked and everything. So um Let me see I what actually, he said. He was very salty. Yes, he was very racist too. Um the board of uh, so for peop for more context, everybody in the school, like the dean of the school of journalism loves her. All of her colleagues love her. Everybody says that she is a perfect person to tenure at their school and that she's a perfect person to teach journalism and journalistic values and all that bullshit to the students of UNC. So um, even the president of the school is all like everybody's in a tiff about it because obviously like she <laughs> why it's the same concept it's to me racist. like Cornell West like right. why are you denying one of the best like well-known intelligent black figures of the time it doesn't make sense it's literally just racist like what like I don't know why everybody ducking around it like it's not racist it's just racist like Bobby that's Weave. it like man's man's is literally mad that white people didn't fight for civil rights like you were so how old is this man he was probably there like sir he very wrinkly um this this quote the one she then pointed out is that, very important is that the man so. that man was there was he, he doing like a it turtle. he does was he doing it was because, he doing the racism no was he in the marching in the civil rights movement i'm trying to see the receipts my nigga you better have been getting hosed or something bro <laughs> we got Bernie Sanders chained to a black woman. You could have been doing what year was this nigga born? I'm, tra- I, I'm trying to find out his first name. Walter. Oh, Walter. 
God, such a horrible name. Oh, for this white man. Name. Yes. White man. My grandpa's your grandfather. Yes. He doesn't deserve to it, have Walter is a horrible name for white men. For a black man. This man different. is 74 years old. He was there. What, what I need to see. Go go to his Wikipedia. <laughs> was I want to see some civil rights pictures, Walter. Where are they at? He was doing journalism, right? I think he was doing civil rights journalism, right? But like he's not. Hmm. I want to see you hosed, sir. I don't see nothing that tell me he was a freedom fighter, and therefore, I like how it definitely has a part about controversies <laughs> where it's talking about how he lobbied for the board of trustees. They immediately to deny everybody her. immediately goes to Wikipedia to be messy. They're like, "Excuse me, controversies." This man lived in Little you? Rock. I don't trust nothing. Oh, oh, and he was there. See, he was probably. <laughs> You know, I you know, I wouldn't say I wouldn't say because obviously I don't know, but allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, somebody born in uh, how you say uh, Texas, Arkansas, Texas, 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 Texarkana, Texarkana. He was born in Texarkana, Texas, and he moved to Camden, Arkansas. Um, here's the thing, Arkansas. Yep. Uh, so he's so, racist. You're racist, but what he said was very funny, and I was greatly amused. He was like, um, "Damn, I moved away from." It. He was like, um, "In a September, well, anyway, in a September email, he was he rejected part of her opening essay where she described the fight for civil rights after World War II, writing that Black Americans largely fought back alone." Okay. Um, he said, "I think this claim denigrates the courageous efforts of many white Americans to address the sin of slavery and the racial injustices that resulted after the Civil War. That was what he reportedly wrote in the email. Um, he then mentioned the freedom riders and many white Southern journalists. Not him, apparently. <laughs> was it him? Um, um, no, because long before Nicole Hannah-Jones won her Pulitzer Prize, courageous white Southerners... He didn't say I was standing up. Standing up. For the rights of blacks. We're winning. Wait. Please. Am I? Wait a minute. We're winning Pulitzer Prizes. Wait a minute. But 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 if they were doing it to make up for the original sin of slavery, then why does the Pulitzer shit matter? That's a like. Shut the fuck up, Walter. He is just very mad that you hussy. Shut up. (laughs) That she said what people like need to acknowledge is that yes, there were white allies, but the white allies weren't. They weren't there every day. They weren't. They listen, were not. They were not black people. They listen, were not living black lives. The majority of white people were not allies. That's that's what we need to give a fuck about. Is that the majority of your grandparents, probably Walter Hussey himself, were not um, fucking the and, allies. What state was it where those white women? Oh, during um in, in Birmingham, Alabama, with the um the strike on the buses. Uh, there were white women picking up their maids because they wanted to make sure there was a bitch to clean their house and a bitch to cook. That's not being an ally. Like, That's right. wanting to make sure you have somebody to cook and clean. Like, like you have to be clear that your great grandma and your grandma were making sure they're racist. That, that that their black woman was showing up on time to work. They didn't care why she was not getting on the bus. Yo, they just wanted to make sure she was there. Those are the li- allies listen, he was talking listen, about. Listen, listen, have them tell it, bro. Have them tell it. <laughs> and have them tell it bro Martin Luther King Eyes on the Prize I already told you there were white people there some white people got hit on the head and shit some white people got kidnapped or whatever we saw it I know it's there but it was alone guys it was black people doing it it was black people getting murdered every day it was black people 
Like, sorry, y'all know that. Have yo listen. Have them tell it. Martin Luther King came up one day. He said, "Y'all, y'all know segregation is very bad." And all the white people were like, "He damn right. Segregation is very bad." And then JFK fixed it. And then that was it. Mm-hmm. Now you know you niggas is wrong <laughs> for what you doing. <laughs> but uh, but it's just a sick situation. Like to get denied tenure. When everybody says she's a great professor, she adds like value. Like, she's a teacher. If she's a good teacher, she should be allowed to teach with tenure because people should be allowed to say things, especially to college students. If it, like, like again, this is like this uh, critical race theory conversation. Nobody's teaching critical race theory to even high schoolers. Even like that's it's it's even more in depth than that. Nobody teaches freaking critical race theory in public in public pre college school. That's not a thing. Like. Learning about racism is not critical race theory. Yo, Learning about the Civil War, the whoa. truth of the Civil War is not critical race theory. Whoa, they really do think that's critical like, race theory. They They'll think get everything the is critical like, race theory. I learned about racism and what it was. That isn't that critical race theory. They're like, whoa. Joe Biden's talking about the Tulsa Massacre. Critical no, race theory. theory. That's not critical race theory. Just... Critical race theory is literally... Think of, the, think of even the term critical race theory. Critical. Yes, please think of the theory. word critical. The theory means like, you know, something you study. Critical also means studying something, thinking about it. That theory, thinking. Think. With your brainy. With your mega mind. You know who think. sit around and think a lot? People in school, maybe in a maybe in a sociology <laughs> class, maybe. Maybe that's where they might learn critical race theory. Like, come on. Shut up. Like, <laughs> It makes me sick. It's just sick. And it's sick because... It's not for little kids. It's also a reflection of, like, how journalism is portrayed, especially for, like, people of color, black and people of color, indigenous people that want to explain, like, everything that happened to their people, that want to, like, have our own stories, that want to write history in a way that, like, reflects the history that we saw. Like, white people... I tweeted this. White people got to... They got to sh- like teach us, like teach us how our history was, teach us what our history was, Th- tell us everything. And now, because somebody's like, "Hey, there's this other perspective that you didn't think about." It's not that she's rejecting the other side; she's just saying, "This is right. this is our perspective as a people of like the things that happened to us." Right. She right. Uh, I'm, reje- reje- I'm rejecting us. the other side. She wasn't rejecting the other side. Like that's why she's a journalist. <laughs> And that's why I'm a commentator. They were acting as if she wasn't, like, objective, like, or subjective or whatever. They acted like she wasn't thinking like a journalist. This was a well-thought-out piece of, like, both journalism as well as just writing. Writing, she, like, they, re- it was researched, it was true. I don't know what y'all want. It also just pisses them off, that thought, the thought that the arrival of enslaved people into this country was what built this country. It, it, it makes them so mad to think that it wasn't that... It wasn't their, their ingenuity. It wasn't, it wasn't their their rugged ingenuity. <laughs> they're, they're pulling themselves up by their bootstraps. It was my grandpa on his farm all along. And you know, it'll go to this story and then we'll go to Amazon, but Rick, San- Rick Santorum was fired from CNN as a commentator, blah, 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 whatever. Yeah. Um, well, he should have never been hired for the issue. Uh, because he said this about Native Americans. Um, we birthed the nation from nothing. I mean, there was nothing here. <laughs> I mean, yes, we have Native Americans, but candidly, there isn't much Native American culture in American culture. 
And then later on, on Chris Cuomo's show, he said, I misspoke. I miss What? I don't know why that didn't sound like a real I word. I misspoke. <laughs> I misspoke. That's what, because that's a lie they always tell. I misspoke. Please I was talking it. about the founding of our country. I had given a okay. long time. <laughs> Please, I'm begging. I'm begging, but how how could the country have been founded if all y'all niggas died the first winters? Every time y'all niggas did, y'all just kept, y'all just kept getting diseases. Y'all was eating each other. Like, God damn, like, literally. You talk about savages. You talk about uncivilized. Niggas was dirty. Didn't know how to bathe. It's just spreading disease around, shitting in their drinking water. Literally, who does that? Like, just think. <laughs> like, the native people looking at them like, what do you do? They're like, you're literally living in a swamp, dummy. Like, <laughs> you're gonna die. Like, do you uh, know what this leaf does? Like, okay, Peasants? no, but I'm, I'm seriously, like, I'm sitting here in Massachusetts. Ma- we got, we got places like the Chattahoochee River in, in uh, Georgia. Like, you got places like Tennessee and Mississippi. In Dakotas, in Michigan, and (laughs) and, like, what do you mean? We literally, you know how mad y'all got about some Chief Wahoo or whatever that man named Chief Kazoo? I don't know. Like, what the hell? That freaking red weird thing. The Redskins dude? Yeah, that slurred fucking shits. What? The Redskins logo? The Washington football team logo? Yes, yeah, that Chief motherfucker, whatever they want to call that. Um, and they got, like, if, if Native Americans aren't part of our culture, then why was y'all so mad about getting rid of Chihuahua or whatever the man Why y'all was? so mad about the Blackhawks not being Blackhawks no more? Why y'all mad? Like, literally, why do y'all keep putting weird Native Americans on your, if like, state nothing. flags and stuff? Massachusetts. Facts change it immediately. Like, sickening. We just seen, we, we're about to go to that when we get to international news. We just, uh, we just, you know, found more... Oh, more no, yes. evidence of genocide oh, in North America of the indigenous folks of North America. So yeah, it's kind of time to change some damn sickle and I mean for, not sickle, so fucking tomahawk and sword mm-hmm. shit. Like what the fuck is that, Massachusetts? But we ha- but Native Americans had no. There, Native- no, there's no impact of Native Americans in nope. my culture. Ah, uh, yeah, none. You know, I mean, we just we just growing corn. You know, we just figured that one out by ourselves and squash and. You know, we all that stuff, man. We did it all. No, nobody talks about anything. Like nobody talks about the thing I'm not gonna. You know, it's no, it's nighttime. Anyway, (laughs) nobody talks about the thing I'm not gonna say. You know, Supernatural didn't have a bunch of freaking things from Native American lore, monsters from Native American lore, like. Oh, I know the thing. We never. I almost said. We never like let like let's talk about it like. Your Nothing. Little, your little tattoos. Your little, you'd be tattooing dream catchers on your body. Like see, all the evil dreams can get into your body. That's why covering you got yourselves in headdresses. Y'all making a damn mountain of crazy horse. The man didn't even out of a sacred mountain. The man didn't even like pictures. Like be gone, Satan. Be gone because shut up, Rick Santorum. You should have never been hired. Isn't he a touch or two? I think he's touchy too. Allegedly, who knows? Allegedly, I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying it, but it's probably it's, it's true. Far off. I'm about to Google it. He probably um, did something. It's just, oh my God. Like, when we think about, like, this story as a, a, in connection to the Nicole Hannah Jones story, it's just the way you, these people rewrite history and then are mad when we're like, that's not how it went down. 
that is like you're erasing us on purpose. You're erasing us because. Oh, I know. That's that's why I was thinking he was touchy because he said that weird shit about pregnancy uh, through rape being a gift from God. That's why I thought he was touchy. Sorry, I guess you're just a weirdo. You're not touchy, maybe. <laughs> just a creep. You're just a terrible person, just, I guess. Like, the way they allow themselves to forget about history is wild. Also, um, the end quote about this I really want to point out is, um, I was talking about the founding of our country. I had given a long talk about the Constitution, the Declaration of Independence, and the ideas behind those. And that was saying we sort of created that anew, if you will. And I was not trying to dis- dismiss Native Americans. Is that even true, though? What? That, um... Anew? That, that no, like, it, well, that it wasn't at all influenced by Native Americans because I thought there were, like, certain... Like, you know, certain ways, like, the Iroquois worked and stuff, like, that there, they use, like, yes, examples I was gonna say, from um, some, like, some government, you know. Like we said, they learned a lot from the Native people and how they, like, worked on this land. Because this, this land is also geographically different and, like... Yeah, it's um, not like Europe. Like, it was ve- every every part of the country is a different... A different climate, different, like, geography, different paths the way they learned how to like do treaties and trades they they didn't learn that from nobody else but the natives that knew how to do it with each other like the way they learned how to govern was because they learned things from natives i think i think it's very dismissive and weird like because like even like like if you you're even like thinking about like also you didn't see these people as humans so like you wrote the declaration of independence constitution all these things Keeping was, in mind that Native Americans and black it was people supposed weren't, to govern weren't them. human. Like, right. they were, like, they weren't... They didn't consider them... Pe- like, Native Americans couldn't vote until the 60s. Like, um, you didn't think these... <laughs> just, I mean, not the, the 70s, really. Just how um, am I supposed to take part of a conversation when you're literally writing down in the document, in a group full of white men, that <laughs> I have they no didn't wanna, value? They, they were, uh, Native Americans were not considered citizens. They were just consi- uh, savages. That's all they were. Literally, every time they were like, "Okay, I want to expand more," they just shoved them, shoved, shoved them, west. them west. Yes. And then they couldn't shove them anymore, so they just shoved them deeper, more, just shoved them into reservations. Like, if there was a cliff, I think for them to like push them off, they probably would. Yo, if the earth was flat like they wanted it to be, <laughs> yeah. right off. All of us just. I think that's why they wanted the earth to be flat. They <laughs> somewhere. They were, for shovel, you know, they were hoping Christopher Columbus could they just like, yeah, jump yeah. off that ledge. They were like, Christopher Columbus was like, oh no, there's way too many brown people here. But where's a place for us to push them off a cliff? Okay, Jack, this is a We Should Do This Again sometime podcast ad take one. In a world where laughter was king. No in a world, Jack. What do you mean, no in a world? It's not that kind of podcast. In a land that... No in a land either. In a time. Nah, I don't think so. In a land before time. Jack, this is a cartoon movie, and we may get to it if you use that. Uh, can you say We Should Do This Again Sometime was hosted by Kat Chinetti and V. Mark Rob, please? One man. No. When your life is no longer your own. What, what does that mean? When everything you know is wrong. Okay, bro, that's enough. We Should Do This Again Sometime with Kat and Mark coming to a podcast app near you. Someone get this guy out the booth, please. No, I like it in here. 
that it sounded like Jamaican, so yes. I was very confused. Okay. Anywho, okay, so there is this area in California called it's a rural northern California. I love this. Yeah, I love there was the a street. There. there was a there's a street. Uh, isn't it a street in a creek or something? Yeah, like a, that? Street a, creek. a street and a street and a creek and a let me open it. Let me open this. In a freak every day of the week. Uh, there's a, in Northern California. <laughs> there's a town. There's there's a there's a little there's a road called Jim Crow Road in Jim Crow Canyon and Jim Crow Creek mm-hmm. are right near. Wow. And you know, so some people like a lot of people have businesses on Jim Crow Road or who live near Jim Crow Canyon, Jim Crow Creek. They're like, um, can we like maybe like change the name because like when we telling people like come here, you gotta say come to Jim Crow Road. Like it's kind of of a Me turn off personally. It's like a small town. It's like th- it's like, isn't like three thousand people and they're like mostly white. Yes, something like that. If I Google Jim Crow Road, I'm not going nowhere near no Jim Crow Canyon, so I can get thrown off Jim Crow Canyon, so I can get drowned in Jim Crow Creek. Don't agree with it. <laughs> Just to be, uh, just to be frank, Jim Crow Road is not for me. Jim Crow Creek, even no. Less. Jim Crow Creek is where you go to die. What and the Jim hell? Jim Crow Canyon, that's where they throw your body after. And I'm saying, but um, no. But let's talk about the best part of this, right? So the there were a bunch of there, like there's a bunch of townsfolk who came to like bitch about how it should keep the name should remain. A bunch of white people fighting each other. And that's it, pretty much. And you know, um, they say they're like, you know, it, no, it's a historical name. It has a historical value because during the gold rush, mm-hmm. there was a native Hawaiian man. Like I'll say that again, a native Hawaiian man during the gold rush, which was like in the late eighteen hundreds, early nineteen hundreds. Um, brought for we probably very recently acquired Hawaii if we had it yet. Um, they said that. Jim Crow Road is named after that native Hawaiian man. Because his name is... It was Jim... Obviously Jim Crow. His actual name and not just a slur thrown at him because he was not white. <laughs> it was clearly his real name, this native Hawaiian man. Mm-hmm. That definitely saw a bunch of uh, English uh, Americans. That's definitely who he interacted with. That's definitely who his parents saw when they named him and i'm like yeah. even if his name has something to do with like a crow most native hawaiian names i've never seen any of them translated <laughs> to english like some like other indigenous other indigenous names like some people will be like i knew i knew a guy whose last name was two guns like but like in in hawaii they they keep their language so they won't they're not gonna call themselves if even if their name was like Ocean something. Or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like they wouldn't. Like, <laughs> probably not. I don't That's, think so. That would be my like, first question. Like, it, it, it Why is your sense. name Jim Crow? Somebody Jim Crow. The best part was Jim, when, get... when somebody in the comment was like, "I don't even think his name was Jim Crow." <laughs> no, bitch. What do you? Think? They're like, like, no. Listen. Okay, I have to read what this lady was saying. Let me go on this computer. I have to read what this lady was saying. She was, she was very upset that Jim Crow Road might be going away. Oh, it was at this part. It's very disappointing that cancel culture movement has affected our small community. Yes. I never thought that it would happen here, she said. There was never any reference I found that compared him to any of the bad Jim Crow image. That was just the guy's name. And whether or not it was his real name or not, we don't know. That's kind of no, what I'm know. arguing. Why I'm, what I'm arguing. Why change it? Just leave 
leave it. If we don't know, then why should we keep it, ma'am? She she literally gave you the argument as, as to, to why <laughs> you should change it. And um, I know that was not that man's name, and I'm and I feel fully comfortable. Until <laughs> I will die on. I, I, this is a hill I will die on repeatedly. I'll stake myself to this hill. I feel fully confident in telling you that that man's parents did not name him no Jim Crow. That's what I'm going to tell you about that. And you know what? When someone can disprove me, come, also, out, come through. Another hilarious part, besides the fact that it's just why people find each other about this, 100% of the people that have private property on the road asked for it to be changed. What's the problem? Said the Sierra County supervisor who brought the issue before the, the board. After hearing from his constituents. To me, this is just a no-brainer, but I also realize that everybody looks at these things different. No, what's no, the problem? No, if they live, if 100%. they have businesses, if they have businesses, if they have homes, they should be able to, like, they should have to live on some damn Jim Crow road. Please just change Jim, Jim Crow Street, Crow whatever. Road. Jim Crow and then the, even the story about about this Jim Crow guy was yes. racist as hell. Like, yes, it was like first of all, you could tell that that if they called him Jim Crow, it was a slur because the story was like he knew how to find the gold and he snuck away and and like they got out of a fish and like him and the other Native Hawaiians like were sneaking away and take like getting the extra gold and it was weird. I was like, you decide now. Um, so yeah, um, don't don't be racist, guys, please. And that so, Native Hawaiian man was not Jim. His name was not Jim Crow. I wish we knew his real name. I'm sorry to that man. I hope I hope he has descendants. Who, oh my god! I hope he has descendants who know his real name because Jim Crow was not that man's name, and I'm positive about it. <laughs> oh god. Okay. All right. So in um, let me find this article. It was, it was in Ontario. Yeah. Ontario. Um, just say 215 children. You find it, probably. Yeah. Okay. So, um, in in more kind of indigenous news, um, there was a massive grave found on the um the grounds of a former residential school in Kamloops. Kamloops. Okay, Kamloops, British Columbia, last week. <laughs> And it was 215 children, and some were, like, as young as, like, three and two, Damn. like, babies that were Disgusting. killed in one of the residential schools that um, used to, like, exist in Canada. And this, and, and first of all, let's be clear that the last residential school in Canada closed in 1996. And throughout their existence, they were rampant sexual abuse, rampant physical abuse, rampant, you know, mur- mm-hmm. mass murder, Ma- yes. genocide literal genocide Uh, and Canada does not do enough to acknowledge the US does not do enough to acknowledge it either because we also have the same (laughs) fucking residential schools Uh, I think we call we call them Indian schools yes Uh somehow both are so racist it's (laughs) kind of incredibly racist yes Indian schools oh yes residential schools where we'll kidnap your children and never bring them back it cut their hair, beat them, forced them to stop speaking their language. Like, people are telling, you know, people are talking about, like, their parents' experience and stuff. I saw a lot of people talking about it on Twitter or people, you know, like, people who were in residential schools talking about their experiences. Like, I remember one guy was like, you know, my dad said all the older boys would always position themselves near the door so when the priest came at night, they would, they would hopefully take them instead of the younger boys. And these are, like, 10-year-olds, mm-hmm. like, 
protecting like four-year-olds like when we talk about savage like i'm saying we talk about savagery we talk about brutality we talk about all this stuff and it's always put on people of color it's always it's always the scary black brown whatever savage as if you, as if, as if people didn't do it on a massive they, scale they did it the most to the most groups of people not even just them own selves but to everybody around the world sickening roman catholic church another one of your sins yes it, another one of your greatest that's sins. one of their main and they don't they when they talk about the catholic church sexual abuse in schools they don't they're not even talking about residential mm-hmm. schools they're talking about they're only talking about like catholic schools yes, no talking like about like a, a very much just american literally traditional very white schools they're not talking about these schools because these schools were forgotten these were children literally that people don't did care. Not care about well obviously their people cared about them but that the general white america did not care to know about white america white see. canada whoever like, uh, in canada like canada had canada really codified it a lot in terms of how they their laws around native and to this day there is a lot of like there's racial there's there's like yeah it, that's yeah it's hard to not not yeah it, not, neither is worse than the other but the way canada they, <laughs> the they way don't canada do shit is the way it's like they're indigenous they people. don't they're not they're not like the u.s where somebody's happy to be cherokee that's what i'll say about it like where a white person would be like i'm i'm 16 for like in canada if you're native like a lot of people are like hide it still because like i said 1996 Niggas was born the next year. That was we were born right after that. So that's not that long ago um, that these schools closed. And yeah, I mean they still like on TikTok. There's a, thankfully a lot of indigenous um, famous TikTokers now, but a lot of them still face a lot of prejudice right. and like and and now they and, and you know how they do it now instead of residential schools. You know how they do it now through the foster care system. They do that in the United States. Mm-hmm. They do that in Canada. When you take Again, we 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 gotta talk about people be scared to say they're like, oh, you're going too far. It's genocide. We gotta talk about it because when you take some of these kids away and they do it systemically, they do it to black people, they do it to natives. Um, they, they when you take some of these kids systemically, you take them away from their culture. You like that's that's genocide. Destroying a culture is genocide. Like so, we we need to really recognize that. Like I I like it's it, how like. You really gotta mourn, like all these people, like have probably had no idea what happened to their children, or maybe knew, and no one would investigate. No one would go mm-hmm. check to see if there was a mass fucking grave on the site. Like, was it um, on the site? It's, yeah, on the former grounds of the school. Like, that's it's, it's disgusting. Just, like, two hundred and fifteen children just gone just we're gone for so much and, and and the worst part is that it, it happened so many times so many places like it's disgusting when we need to acknowledge it we need to acknowledge it no you know the um oh this is a horrifying stat because we know the numbers are higher but the national center for truth and Re- i hate that word reconciliation estimates about four thousand one hundred children died at the residential school based on death records but has said that the true total is likely much higher, which you obviously know as they found 215. That, like, remains. that's already, like, a huge, that's a huge chunk of 400, <laughs> 4,000 and 100, Excuse me, sorry. 4,100. Like, that, you know it was at least in the tens of thousands, yes. at least. Because they were just take, like just taking the children for no the, You are forced to send your kid to residential. You had to send your kid to those schools. Like, 
like and, and and then we wonder why wonder why there there's a lot of addiction and a lot of like like people th- people literally one generation ago <laughs> you traumatize a whole generation you generate several generations taken away after generation after generation like for years your kids taken away tell me you, somebody take your kid you likely know they're probably gonna die there and you won't just I'll start shit why not die too take your if, if and if they don't die there, you know they're not coming back the same. They're not coming back mentally healthy. They're not coming back a kid. Like sickening. Canada, Canada, um, the UK, the Crown. All of them still need to the whatever penance they've tried to do has never been enough. For it, their and, it, and it will never be enough. The U.S. needs to like the U.S. needs to take responsibility too, because some like for a lot of a lot of this like not during the residential school time, but a lot of the time of the genocide of the indigenous people on this continent, the U.S. and Canada were had very inflexible borders. They were both British colonies, mm-hmm. and that's what British colony like the during the French and Indian War, like. The U.S. and the the U.S. the thirteen colonies mm-hmm. and the British Columbia were, um, you know, they were the same. That was cousins. They were cousins. They were brothers. They were all colonies. Colonies are colonies. But yeah, so that yeah. <laughs> we there needs to first of all they need to be digging up every fucking residential school a. That's first yeah, they of all. use this uh, this underground radar or whatever they got some cool technology to look underground. Go looking. Look at everyone. To, go looking <laughs> to figure out. Take your little fancy where, camera and go look where where all these children are buried because there's there's more. It, it, like that's the part. Like, that's the worst part about it. It's not that. It's not like maybe there there are more. Like how traumatic must it be for you to be an indigenous person? And to know that there are so many of these graves existing. And to, like, have to, like, constantly grieve for your people that, like, just died so young, that were not given a proper life, that were just taken away from their family, that, like, those are, like, your aunts, your uncles, your grandfathers that, like, disappeared. Right. And, like, the Canadian government, the American government didn't care to ever, like, recognize them, didn't care about their stories, didn't care about who they were. And, like, in our cultures, these are things that are very important for us, like, the way we bury people, the way we grieve them, the way we celebrate them. Right. So, like, ah, Canada, y'all better just make a little committee and go go around. Find those, and y'all need to get all. real reparations. Facts. Like. Also, stop treating. Ag- and true acknowledgement. Facts, like, I would be like, all they do every time is just in, what's his name? Trudeau. We'll just be like, you know, very we're very sorry. We our deepest condolences for the things of our past, blah blah blah. I mean, no. Your government was wrong. The way you did things was wrong. There's no way to apologize for something so massive and so horrendous, so much genocide and murder of people. You can't. castrate yourselves. Leave. Leave Canada right now. Castrate <laughs> castrate yourselves. Go back to the UK. Just overwhelm them. Cast- that's your that's your mission. Castrate yourselves and and like and like all of your male cousins, <laughs> and then maybe that'll that'll be like a good enough payment. Because like basically that's what you've been doing is like, like I know you all have hit that nail on the head with this one, and you know beating a dead horse. But 
I really do, this whole time, I've just been thinking about all the parents who are still, who have been, like, still, like, I don't know what happened to them. Right. And then, like, seeing this and being, like, what if? Facts. Right. And then, and, and then, like, again, if, if you came back, you weren't the same person. Fucked up. So. I mean, shit. Like, getting, literally, I was reading. Getting sexually assaulted. Uh, food insecurity because they didn't like to feed them too. Right. Um, <laughs> just the whole, water, a whole skew clean. of issues. Like being forced to forget who you were. Right. Stop speaking your language. Cut your hair. Like that stuff is that stuff is traumatizing. People. I, somebody was talking about how their how their dad like still to this day like or like a lot of people talk about how their parents still to this day won't like say admit that they're you know indigenous or won't you know like keep it a secret because of what was happening so very recently um to indigenous people on this continent in canada in the u.s so for canada so now going on to other atrocities that are happening to a people of color specifically a black woman um why was i gonna say her name weird um in pop culture news Naomi Osaka um, um, made big waves this week because it was it the French Open. One of yes, these opens, French Open. Care. She put her mental health first instead of being a little pony, for, show <laughs> pony for the fucking press who was racist and treat her like shit and treat and every black woman like questions. shit they and ask, ask questions. questions. And you know what? Athletes don't give answers that anybody cares about. Nobody can't. I'm gonna hear these people. They say the same things. Yep, we played hard. Why did you hmm. lose? Why do you think I lost? You saw me play. Do I really need? Do I really need to go play by play on why I lost? And do I look like I want to do that right now? Do I like? And also, like I understand. I, I understand not wanting to be like somebody to be your favorite. Like my job is to win the damn tennis match or lose whichever. That's still my job to play the match as best as I can. Hopefully, win. And whether I do that or like you know, at the end of it, I should just that should be it. It's I just, shouldn't be getting fined. I it's shouldn't be making a spectacle out of people. That's the the thing that sports has become more than anything. And especially like, black people, they're like, why yes. don't we have access to twenty four seven? Because they want they want her to react badly. They want her to cry on stage. They want her to scream on the stage. They want her to act a fool so that they can say, oh look at her, look at how she doesn't um, respect herself or respect the sport. They want her to do that. They want her to act all types of way and not care about how like they're affecting her. And it's fucked up, like, why, especially for tennis, what the hell does that, those interviews do for you? The, in, the interviews one, on the court one are the on best. one-on-one against... Not a thing. One-on-one, you saw, you could see everything in the match. <laughs> you it's saw one person versus yeah. one person, maybe doubled, maybe it's four people. Like... <laughs> Come so on. Up. And it's, it's even worse because there was this this, this uh, tweet of this man that was basically ragging on Naomi. 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 Uh, sounded weird in my head. That name sounds weird in my head anytime I say it. Ragging on her, but then was talking about, um, I can't remember, there was some basketball player that came out talking about how he's depressed because <laughs> he retired. And that's valid because you play, you spend your whole life playing a game and then it's gone. Right. What do you do? Depression. Um so and he was all defending this man going like wow so brave of him where's where's the bravery for her where's they're, the they're like oh you're so rich here. why are you complaining oh the this and that i'm like and i'm like and, and then and then you know and then you know nobody want to say it knock on wood if she if she self-harms 
then then y'all gonna be why but why every freaking time something happens to somebody everybody's like and we need to be kind and then every time somebody's like i'm having mental health struggles i'm having health struggles i'm anything they're like Ugh, i hate you shut up money. why are you crying why why do you care you should just be making your money why do you care if they ask you because you ask me stupid questions that hurt you don't care what happens to me when you ask. It's abusive. Questions. It's abusive, and then and then and like she's, I'm, I, also she's, she's literally very like young. she's literally like twenty one, twenty two, maybe twenty three. I've like, but like she's young. She's twenty three. She was born October sixteenth, nineteen ninety seven. About to be twenty four. What up, ninety seven? And if you don't remember, okay, she was twenty three in two thousand and what is it, eighteen? With that picture with Serena. When she beat Serena, I think at the U.S. Open or the French Open, I can't remember. Mm-hmm. And one of the Opens where she beat Serena, um, she was, how many years ago was that? Minus 2018, how old were we? 20? 21. 21. 20, okay, 21. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I don't know that. Um, like, she 2021 and have, like, the, that whole spectacle that happened with her. Like, her winning such a great award, that math killing you in your head, um, her winning, like, one of, one of the best awards for tennis against her idol, and there's a yeah, whole Yeah, 97, 20 years, plus one, duh. You know, I don't know math, you're good at that, good job. Um, so at 21, pro- she was actually probably 20, because her Yeah, because she had birthdays on um, October. So you're at 20, and there's a whole spectacle. It's a whole thing. You win such a good award, but everybody is being upset that you beat Serena. Everybody's upset that Serena was mad about losing because she's competitive, because she's a tennis player. And because the umpire was a shithead. It wasn't just... That, that's the other thing. People are ignoring the fact that it wasn't like... It wasn't just that Naomi, like obviously Naomi Osaka is one of the best tennis mm-hmm. players, Race number two, in the world. Like, but um, it wasn't just a loss. Like, it wasn't like oh everything was perfectly right and cool. Like that. It's like first of all, they 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 always are unfair to Serena, mm-hmm. and and um that that was near the year that she wanted to wear that cat suit, mm-hmm. and. You know it was racist because afterwards that person drew that fucking cartoon showing Serena as like stomping as like an animal, pretty like, much, and showing Naomi as Osaka as white, just white with like light blonde, a like whole Haitian uh, Japanese woman, white like with platinum blonde hair, like straight platinum blonde hair. Like we have to remember that the way the media has treated pretty Skinny much every white black they drew her as tennis player has been horrific, like. And the fact that, like, people want to act like it's okay. Like, the fact that Serena and Venus were literally bullied. They were bullied by the media into basically having to, and by their father, because their father forced them to be very uh, thick-skinned. But, um, like, they were forced to be this way because of racism and because of these issues. So do well, we yeah, think it's cool? Their father cool? forced them because the media was forcing them. So do we think it's cool to, like, accept the fact that it's still happening 20 years later? I mean, like, and it still happens to both of you, right? And, and I mean, and like, that's why I was whacked to hear Serena's response. Like, you know, some people aren't thick skinned. My thing about it is that she shouldn't have to be thick skinned, she should have to play fucking tennis when she <laughs> does play fucking tennis and she plays it well. And that's all we should have to have from her. She's on social media, like, 
we could see some pictures of her. If we really, if somebody wanted to interview a real interview, they could schedule an interview with her. They could write an article about her. I don't need to see her after the damn match. Like, if, especially if she don't want to. She doesn't want to. What's, like, what do we gain as viewers? And I and me and Malaysia are both fiends for any sports. So turn it on and we interested. Um, what do we gain? Like, I don't gain anything from watching these post-game conferences all we've gained is gained is memes literally i liked when i like when they bring their kids that's the fun we that's when we learned about um what's her name riley Riley curry like goals (laughs) like that's all we get really so um let's stop this little like media show of athletes because y'all directly play into the why so many athletes struggle with mentally, mental mental illness yeah. and mental health. And then y'all want to act like, well, it's part of the job. Well, it doesn't have to be. Somebody, so, showed, really that, somebody showed that clip of uh, Paul Pierce where he was the, the practice rent. But, like, you know, the after part. They didn't show the after part, but the after part where he was like, Pierce no. Allen Iverson, the hell? Me. Whoa. Um, sorry, my, sorry, my brain to mouth is said, fucked up. Boston? It's fucked up. Allen Iverson, my favorite player, to be honest. <laughs> um, you know, his rant about, like, why the fuck... Why the fuck are y'all talking to me about practice? But the thing he said after was, um, you know, and my best friend just died. <laughs> yes. Yeah, he died. Um, He's dead, and y'all... And you know what? I don't... You know, I, ha- I don't have time to do anything, and I'm sad because he's dead, like... And y'all and, on me about fucking and y'all, practice. And I do... I give 100% in the game, and that's my job, is to give 100% in the game. And... That's true. He did. Paul, Paul Pierce. So I'll say it again. Alan, Alan Iverson literally did give. The, he played the whole game. He played. He played. He played. No matter what you're playing. I don't know. Like, Go back and watch the tapes. I don't know. You need to play the game. Like, so. Just racism is so embedded into our journalism and the way we do sports it's, media. Yeah, I'm like, they literally think black people. It's like, it's like a fucking man. It's a fight, food, like, They literally think black people should just hop up for them. Like, it's the minstrel show. They want you like, to hop you up, up on there and just... And fucking be cheery. You need to, like, like, sing a song like Uncle Remus. Like... Homegirl, you know, um, Naomi, this is what you gotta do if you're gonna show up to another thing and do some press. Uh, like somebody said on Twitter, read some revolutionaries. Uh, that would be dope. You could do a Bill Belichick. Bill Belichick don't answer shit. That yeah. man has spent 20 years doing Marshawn Lynch, which everybody got mad at. I'm only here so I don't get fined. Fine. I'm only here so I don't get fined. Shit, fine. talk about Skittles like he did at one point. Like, they're circumvent them. Because there's no there's no reason. And also people just don't filibuster. Filibuster the <laughs> Yo, bread. <laughs> you better bring green eggs in hand yeah, and go in. Right, right, right. People just don't deserve that much access to another person. Like we deserve um their money to be paid in taxes. But in terms of like personal access to them, we don't that's not our right. Sorry. It's sickening. Okay, and our last topic of the night is about masturbation. Um, so turn it off if your kids are listening, but you should probably let your kids listen. What do you mean? Yeah, this is this is the exact conversation. Should kids learn not learn? The, I went, I should just I should have put the link to the damn video. Did you? No, I got to link the video. I forgot where it was. Um, there's a I feel like there's a whole YouTube channel, but I know who has it. Um, I know who has it. But yeah, so there was a video and it was talking about um, kids and masturbation. And um, 
Everybody was very upset. There's a bunch of fucking kids masturbating everywhere. It was it was a stuff. cartoon, and there was a there was a, a cartoon woman and two cartoon that fuck few cartoon children. There was a cartoon boy and cartoon girl, and the girl was like, and the boy was like, I don't know. He said something about when I touch my penis, it feels good or something. And the teacher bitch was like, uh, yeah, you know, that's a thing. Um, <laughs> Sickening, sickening. Anyway, Vince Staples just tweeted some <laughs> Follow Vince Staples on Twitter. Like Yo, it's worth your time. Um I don't know this woman's name, but I think I can Is it the positive parenting mother? Yes, yeah, super uh, isn't it like super uh, Supernova or super yeah, mom supernova. or something like that? Um I just there it is. Supernova mom. Mama. Yes. Um, I just found this a very interesting thing because we're constantly having these conversations. First of all, kids masturbate. Oh, yes. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Oh, let me finish. Let me finish what the thing was. Um, they were like, yeah. He was like, yeah, when you, you know, when you touch your penis, it can feel good. Um, um, and yeah. And then the girl was like, yeah, you know, sometimes I touch my mama. And the teacher thing was like, yeah, you know, you have a clit. And that probably feels good, like when he touches his penis. But you know what? Y'all shouldn't. Y'all shouldn't uh, touch your penis in public. You see adults, they don't touch their, their stuff in public. You know, they be, they be leaving that for home in private. And you know what? That's You shouldn't do that. And uh, that was too much that, for people. That was it. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was like, this is too much of a grown concept. It's not. We shouldn't. Like, what are you even talking to your kids about then? I just want my kids to figure it out for themselves. Yo, bro. Literally. But, 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 but then people are saying, like, they're teaching them to masturbate. Um, no. Like, kids... They masturbate. If you say, if you told a four year old me quit, I'd be like, I don't know what that is. And I wouldn't ask a question because I wasn't a question asking at four. I'd say, okay, and I'd keep it pushing. Like, maybe I'd uh, think about it. Like, a lot of things have been tweeted in the last two days. Yes, she has. uh, Because people were wilding. Yeah. Um, But it was just, it's such a wild thing. And the reason I wanted to bring it up is because people are constantly, all the time on social media, are like, our schools didn't teach us what we needed to know about sexual health. Our schools didn't teach us about taxes. Our schools didn't teach us about this. Our schools didn't teach us about that. Oh, yeah, they took it. They took down the uh, the video. Oh, no, they didn't. I sometimes sometimes Twitter does this thing where it look like mm, the video's it, gone. The video's gone, but it's there. So I always click the link just to be safe. But I'm gonna link it to y'all. It's, are you so this? The reason why this even became a thing is because this person on TikTok put put the video and put. Are you okay with the education system telling your six year old it's okay to masturbate? Yes, I am because you know why kids are already doing it. It's it, do it in the womb. It's it is okay to masturbate. <laughs> Another thing is that like when you stigmatize stuff like that, it especially when you don't talk about it. First of all, they do it. So if you tell them that it's unnatural, that's just gonna that's just gonna traumatize them. That's just gonna make them feel bad. But like if you do, if you don't talk about it, that's that's part of the that's part of the you know problem that people have with like you know actually finding out when kids are being abused mm-hmm. like when they don't know the proper word for their for their uh, private parts when they don't fucking their genitalia when like fuck like that stuff that you're supposed to you need to talk to your kids like people are so scared to to she tell their kids something because the thing about it is that I know so many people before me have said it. But if you don't tell your kids, somebody else is gonna tell your kids. Else, their these, friends are gonna tell them. The world's gonna tell them. No, like you're never gonna. You're, you're not gonna, gonna, gonna escape it. Like, when you're when your six year old come home and a boy was like, he which when if you have a girl, uh, child and, the, and goes, oh, the little boy told me he touches his peepee. What are you gonna tell him then? 
wouldn't you have preferred if there had been a conversation at school? Hopefully, and honestly, you should have been having this conversation when they were two or three. You should have been starting these conversations about um, <laughs> you have private parts there for pleasure, but also for this, this, and this. And if you're not doing that, you're doing a disservice to your child. You're doing a disservice to like what you're going to teach them in the future about their sexual health and their, and their reproductive health. You're a failure as a parent. Yeah, and if you end up raising shit. Um, male. You gonna raise a shitty shipment? You gonna raise a, a, a shitty sishet male, <laughs> and then they're gonna perpetuate all That's what the y'all other need to shitty sishet <laughs> That's what y'all need to do. If y'all have Sushet a problem with up. sex ed, this is what I want. This is me to y'all. Shut up. <laughs> like, oh, I thought you were saying sishet the fuck up. No, nope, just shut up. All right, that's that's what that's that's. Shut it up. Let your kids learn. Let your kids learn because I know you know what because you didn't learn about it and you're Thanks. stupid and, and not stupid. Wrong word. And you are lacking information and you are lacking knowledge and you're very uh, judgmental because you don't know nothing. You're you don't know and you stupid. didn't know. No, stupid, no good. We're trying to we're, we're trying, trying to stop, to but we've been away. bad tonight. We've been oh, upset so and bad. it's hot. Oh no! <laughs> today, when my blood was boiling, oh, this is another random story we're gonna end with. There was this um, article about this director that George Clooney talked about in two thousand and like two thousand or two thousand and one about how like he treated everybody on that set like trash. He's the director of American Hustle. Um, I didn't watch that movie. I didn't either. Um, That's that one. Evil. Either David O. Russell. Sorry. Um, so David O. Russell is a known, basically abuser on set. Like he's known to yell at people, known to get into fights. He on American Hustle, he made um, Amy Adams basically cry every day on set. I feel like I heard that. <laughs> so this is a, a common trend, th- like trend that happens where these directors, we let these white men get away with treating people like shit on and, set. And, and they don't continue. even be making good movies. That was my point. I was going to... My tweet was going to be... It had a lot of ableist words in it, and I was trying really hard to limit them, but I didn't know how to explain how it made me mad in the head to think about these directors that produce shit movies Bad that we movies. let abuse actors. And it's the same concept as, like, when we're talking about Naomi or Serena. Like, we treat celebrities like they're not people, too. Like, we treat actors like... They're not humans. And I'm very confused because you just being a director for making mid-movies. American Hustle is a shit movie. I haven't seen it all. I've only Didn't seen it. Didn't they? And they, they was winning Oscars. And, uh, you Jennifer know, Lawrence was in it and I already don't like that. Bradley Cooper was, oh, I was in it. Never don't like it. that. And I yeah, thought they, don't like her. But that's I thought they me. was in the... What's that one with Emma Stone? The Hollywood... What's that one called? La La, 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 La Land. La Yes. Were they in La La Land? <laughs> yeah, La La Land. Do you remember that whole time that Ryan Gosling kept saying he saved the jazz? Oh, he made Silverline in Playbook? Horrible movie. He made that shitty movie. I watched that movie too, and that one was trash. And I was wondering The Fighter. Man, he he made all these Oscar movies that weren't good. The Fighter was okay, actually. But um it was Anchorman? The Fighter was only okay. Uh, I guess he directed it, yeah. They ruin it for you, don't you? The Fighter was only okay because it was about a real person. I think uh, Three Kings is the movie that George Clooney was referencing. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so we let these white men treat people like shit. And, um... Let him yell at me. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, but but seriously, like, you, when you, um... when, When people, like... Yeah, that's why you, when you're going into the entertainment industry, it's better to own and to be the creator and to be the whatever. To be everything. Because these people will treat you like shit. Also, the reason I think this came about. Be a producer. If you're a producer and an actor, you think the director's going to yell at you? No. 
the reason this main, mainly came about is because Taylor Swift is set to star in one of his movies. Um, no, not star, but like join. Um, we're we're gonna we're gonna get a lot of good songs, huh? About about crying on about crying on set. Well, she can make good car herself sometimes. I almost started singing "Dust of Both Worlds." I know, I know. Um, I, yeah, I just forgot every Taylor Swift song I know too. Um, I'm trying to say good with my hair undone in the front seat of his car. I like that, how we um, both went to first yes. two albums. Right. Taylor Swift. The good the Taylor Swift. One, um, Our song is a slim screen Baby, now we got bad blood. Baby, now we got bad blood. Ew. Um, yeah, baby, so um, David O. Russell. I didn't like that Taylor Swift. Can't go to hell. Um, he's 62 too. That's the issue. Yeah, that he old. was he was quite young being a dick. That was only 20 years ago. You were 40 being this Ew, weird to why people. are you so mean? And your movies aren't good? Oh, you're old and mean. He's your wife. Oh, I one know time, her. One time Alejandro said white men won't see he- won't see heaven. And <laughs> That's I true. think I think this applies. David David O'Russell. This man will not see heaven the way George like George Clooney also is known to be quite like a nice person. Like in terms of like general Hollywoodness, because people are dicks there. So like <laughs> to make him like upset, like he wanted to fight this man. Yeah, George Clooney is like a li- like he- George Clooney is like a, a, a real like a little literal liberal Democrat. Like that's George Clooney. He's like so he's like oh my gosh, I can't say mean things. Not at all. And he <laughs> he had this man David O. Russell had him tight and ready to go. So um, in conclusion, David O. Russell can go to hell. All of his films can go to hell. Yo, listen, I don't know. None of them are good. Blanker, the Fighter, I only seen it once, and it probably wasn't really that. Silver good. Lining Playbook is the worst movie about mental that health book. to exist in this country. I mean that movie. Blanker, This is a hyphen podcast production. Are you not entertained?